Hello, it's so great to have you here for today's episode of Need to Know Nutrition. It's so strange. I woke up this morning and had a craving for this particular topic. Ah yes, cravings. Do you ever have a craving for particular types of foods? Or when do they happen? Do you ever wonder why you crave certain foods or a particular food? Today's topic is a great insight into cravings and why they happen. And most importantly, I tackle the question on everyone's lips. Are cravings the enemy or are they a good thing? It's time to dive into the magical world that is our body, and in particular, cravings. Welcome to Need to Know Nutrition with me, clinical nutritionist Belinda Martinella. If you're passionate about your health, have a craving for reliable information, or just want to hear some really awesome food facts, then I'm glad you're here. Each week, I'll discuss a new and interesting health topic packed full of delicious nutritional facts. Let me sift through all of the health and dietary jargon so you don't have to. It's time to get all the info you need to put your health first. So what is a craving exactly? A food craving is an intense desire for a specific food. The desire can seem uncontrollable and the person's hunger may not be satisfied until they get that particular food. It's also described as an overwhelming emotional experience that takes over your body and produces a unique motivator of behavior, wanting and seeking specific food or foods. It's handy to note that there is a distinct difference between a craving or that intense desire and emotional or boredom eating. And that's more an attempt to fill a void, which is emotional, or perhaps trying to find a way to be less bored. Eating is a very common tool for distraction. Today, we're focusing more on cravings, the uncontrollable desire for a specific food or food group. Every person experiences food cravings differently. Some experts believe that food cravings last only three to five minutes and then pass. I'm not personally sold on that, but I'll leave that one with you and let you be the judge. Now, why do we need cravings? I want to put it out there straight away rather than keeping you guessing until the end. Cravings are not the enemy. Despite what we are led to believe, cravings are actually there to let us know that our body is missing something. Cravings are not our arch nemesis and no, we do not need to eliminate them. They're not sabotaging us. There's a great quote by author Caroline Duna in regards to cravings and it goes like this. We try to become cravingless machines, constantly exercising and shopping for smaller and smaller clothes, eating lean protein and green beans until our delayed but inevitable death at 90. I love it. The point is, we aren't robots, so we can't become cravingless. And just like everything that the human body has to offer, cravings are there for a reason and are incredibly important. Now let me hit you with some fun facts. Cravings often coincide with nutrient deficiencies. Cravings almost always accompany any diet that restricts or deprives you of certain foods or food groups. The kind of foods you deny yourself, so for example, if you're on a diet or deciding that you're giving up a particular food or food group, the foods that you deny yourself are the foods you end up needing, which is why you begin to crave them. Yes, even chocolate. Carbohydrate and fat-rich foods are often what is missing in a diet. Your body craves these particular types of foods because the dense and easy available energy is what will cure this deficiency the quickest. Remember that your body is built to survive. So if chocolate is the quickest way to fill a void, then chocolate you shall crave. 
When it comes to sugar, cravings are a normal biological mechanism for correcting a specific, and in this case, glucose or sugar, nutritional deficiency. When something is interfering with your body's ability to use sugar, let's say if you have a diet low or no sugar, you end up craving sugar because if you don't get it, your body will waste valuable protein trying to make it. So why cravings? Well, how do they work? Food cravings are caused by the regions of the brain that are responsible for memory, pleasure, and reward. There's a school of thought that an imbalance of two hormones, leptin, this is a hormone that's produced in the adipose tissue or the fat tissues of the body, which is responsible for telling your brain that you're full, triggering you to stop eating. And hormone number two is serotonin. That's our feel-good hormone, which 95% of it is made in the gut. So apparently these two hormones are responsible for intense desires when it comes to food. Emotions may also be involved in producing cravings, especially if a person regularly eats for comfort. And just in case you were wondering, this does not mean you have a food addiction. This is usually linked to the endorphin release after you've eaten. This means it's biological, not at all a test of willpower, which again is such a myth, but that's for another episode. Pregnant women can often have intense cravings, which is connected to hormonal changes that disrupt taste and smell receptors. Now, I love this little fact. When I was pregnant with my first, I was waiting for these crazy cravings to kick in, but the craziest mine got was salt, salt, and more salt. It was basically the only thing I could stomach during weeks 9 to 12. Pregnancy number two was a little different. Fruit, fruit, fruit. I just could not get enough of fruit. From savory in my first pregnant to sweet in the second. And some may argue I did have a girl the first time and a boy the second, so who knows? Okay, let's talk about reducing cravings. Now, remember that your body is trying to tell you something when it comes to cravings, but there are a few tips to reduce unwanted cravings that I want to share with you today. Reduce stress. Stress may promote emotional eating and cravings for comfort foods. There is also a really great podcast episode all about stress management, so make sure you listen to that one if you haven't already. Drink plenty of water. Hunger and thirst can produce quite similar sensations in the mind, which can cause confusion. One of the simplest ways to decrease unwanted food cravings is to make sure that the body is hydrated. Look for signs such as headaches, dry lips or dry mouth, and then check in with your water bottle and make sure you're sipping water throughout the day sleep. I know that you're an expert on this since listening to the better sleep episode, but just in case you missed it, not getting enough sleep can alter hormonal balance and can contribute to cravings and overeating. Adequate high quality sleep will help balance hormones and decrease unwanted cravings. Eating enough protein. Studies show that adequate protein intake, so that's about 25% of your daily calorie intake from protein, can reduce cravings by up to 60%. A diet rich in protein may also reduce the desire for nighttime snacking. Protein sources include things like beans, lentils, eggs, oats, poultry, lean red meats, spinach, broccoli, nuts and seeds, and many more. Kicking the habit. Sometimes replacing habits can be difficult. Some cravings can be due to long-term habits. Now, an example might be, if you happen to buy your lunch every day, this practice may reinforce particular cravings. If this sounds like you, then the best thing to do is to start a new habit. Start packing your lunch instead. Distraction is also a good option. Maybe take a walk around the block, brush your teeth, 
make a cup of tea or call a friend for a chat. If it's a habit or if it's more boredom eating, then distraction can work really well. Avoid hunger. Remember when you went shopping hungry, then you got home and realized that you're now the proud owner of aisle five? Undereating can exacerbate food cravings. When the body is hungry, your blood sugar levels drop and you're more likely to crave calorie-dense foods, which usually includes fried and processed foods. Remember when I mentioned high-fat, carbohydrate-rich foods and how they can cure deficiencies quickly? Instead of waiting to feel hungry or accidentally skipping lunch in your afternoon snack, make sure you plan to have proper breaks, even if it's only 10 minutes, to eat meals and snacks to help avoid cravings. Cinnamon. This super spice is known for its blood sugar regulation properties. Now, side note, when our blood sugar levels drop, our cravings increase. Blood sugar is the amount of glucose or sugar in the blood, and it's an important source of energy and provides nutrients to the body. So if our blood sugar levels drop, it makes sense why our desire for energy-dense food increases. Cinnamon may also decrease sugar cravings. Simply add one teaspoon to a smoothie or half a teaspoon to natural yogurt or sprinkle some over a cut-up apple to alleviate sugar cravings. And lucky last for today, chromium. This mineral helps to regulate appetite and reduce cravings by balancing blood sugar levels. Food sources of chromium include broccoli, potatoes, garlic, apples, bananas, green beans, spinach, and eggs. Short, sharp, and shiny, just like our cravings. Remember that cravings are not the enemy, but rather highly intelligent messengers telling you that your body's missing something. Some things can exacerbate cravings such as stress or dehydration, lack of sleep, dieting, and being hungry, which are arguably the same thing. Distraction is a great tool if you think your cravings may be a habit rather than true hunger. Incorporate cinnamon into your daily diet and try to include foods rich in chromium to help reduce unwanted cravings. Remember, deprivation breeds cravings. So be sure to eat those delicious whole foods for 80% of the week and enjoy your soul foods for the other 20%. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I invite you next time you have a food craving to take a moment and bring your awareness back to your body and your day. Have you eaten enough? Are you stressed or upset? Have you had enough water? Perhaps one of these will be your answer. And if all else fails, chocolate may also be the answer. Just make sure it's a delicious, super dark, nutrient-dense block. Take care until next time. Thanks for joining me today and learning all the things you need to know about nutrition and your body. If you want to learn more about today's topic or have a question you'd like answered, please jump onto my website, thetravellingnutritionistaustralia.com and find the podcast tab. All the references are also available should you wish to dive a little deeper. Remember, it's not the things that you eat and do occasionally that matter. It's the things that you eat and do every day that really count. Until next time, always choose the good stuff because you and your health are worth it. Mm